Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines. Happy Wednesday to you. It is July the 7th. I didn't even remember what day it is anymore. Anyway, okay, we're moving our way uh, through chapters 15 and 16 here as we wrap up uh, this little uh, section of Revelation before I head off on vacation for a couple weeks and leave you to your own devices. We will conclude Revelation when I return in August. So let's read verses 1 through 7 of chapter 16. As you recall, this is the final manifestation of God's wrath, uh, which we discussed yesterday. So let's see how it begins. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple telling the seven angels, Go and pour out on the earth the seven bowls of the wrath of God. So the first angel went and poured his bowl on the earth, and a foul and painful sore came on those who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped its image. The second angel poured his bowl into the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured his bowl into the rivers and the springs of water, and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, You are just, O holy one, who are and were, for you have judged these things. Because they shed the blood of saints and prophets, you have given them blood to drink. It is what they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, O Lord God, the Almighty, your judgments are true and just. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So yesterday we talked about the left hand uh, of God being wrath and the right hand of God being grace. And we can see quite clearly the way in which wrath uh, manifests in God's work and in God's actions. This wrath is not pleasant for us to read about, uh, nor is it particularly pleasing. Uh, it doesn't give us a great deal of satisfaction. But for those who have been martyred for their faith, those who have suffered, it is comfort. It is a reminder that their cause was ultimately triumphant and that God was on their side. This was important for the Christians to whom John was writing in the context in which he wrote. I feel like I say this over and over again, but there's simply no way to se separate out the conversations in Revelation about God's judgment and wrath from the context of persecution of Christians by the Roman Empire and the idolatry that that empire encouraged. So when you have a passage like this and you see particularly the suffering placed on those who have worshipped the beast and its image, that is those who have given in to worshipping the Roman emperor, and you see the ways in which waters have been transformed, you are just, O holy one, who war and were, for you have judged these things because they shed the blood of saints and you have given them blood to drink. It is a punishment befitting those who have made the most pure and honorable people in their midst suffer so greatly. It is also a stark reminder to the church that we can never join forces with those who would seek to oppress and harm. We can never come alongside those who would seek to make people beneath them, to harm those who are innocent, or to encourage idolatry. It is the job of the church to always stand apart from these practices and speak against them, and they are present in every age. 
Passages like this not only remind us of the power of God and God's anger at evil and idolatry, but also that we as the church have an obligation to stand against those practices which God despises. So here, as those who worship the emperor are given a sore to mark their fidelity to an idol, and those who killed the, the martyrs and the prophets are given blood to drink, we remember that there are consequences for the sins committed against those who are innocent, helpless, and pure. Let us pray. Holy God, on this day, we pray that you would guide us and strengthen us, help us in all that we do. We're grateful for you, and we thank you for the ways you have been present in our lives. Guide us this day, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. There's the book closing. Tasha will see you tonight, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace. Peace.